Greetings from Las Vegas. Welcome to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you filing a report for Tuesday, September 12th. It's fight week here in Las Vegas. Gennady Golovkin against Canelo Alvarez for the middleweight title of the world 12-round bout at T-Mobile Arena. I was at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino yesterday, walked through the hotel lobby. They do boxing right. They've got the boxing ring set up in the hotel lobby. I like when they do that for the big fights, and this is a big fight. Triple G against Canelo right now at Pinnacle. Golovkin is being dealt as a $1.51 favorite. You can find cheaper prices around town. In fact, Triple G minus $1.45 right now at CG Technology, also at William Hill, Westgate, Coast Resorts. Maybe some more money will lead up. Come for Canelo Alvarez, the Mexican superstar, if that's the case. Golovkin, definitely the play. In fact, I think $1.45 might be a little bit cheap. The boxing insiders I know, they love Triple G. Those are the same guys that loved Mayweather over McGregor, too. That was a fiasco. That, or I should say a spectacle. Some would call it a charade. This is real boxing. Golovkin and Alvarez about we've been waiting for for a couple of years now, and this should be interesting. Uh, Triple G could take out Alvarez, too. He has punching power, and uh, that could be the difference in the fight. Computer Bob took out one this past weekend in NFL action, a one-on-one -on -one competition with EOG contributor one. We're going to do that. 17 weeks of the NFL season, one has an entry in the Westgate Super Contest. Computer Bob finished 3-1-1 one one from his five selections. Remember last year, Bob was... Four and one with five selections, only to be outdone by one who went 4-0 oh and one that week. Wasn't the case for one this week. One win, four losses from his five super contest plays. What a tough way to start that event, a $1,500 buy-in. But he'll fight again another time, uh, week two. In fact, he'll go up against Big Daddy, who won our qualifier with a perfect 5-0 and oh mark. Congratulations to Big Daddy for winning the qualifier. He'll compete in week two. If you want a chance to compete against one for a chance to win $500 cash, as Computer Bob did, go to EOG.com. Check out the main form. Enter your five super contest selections beginning Wednesday when the contest point spreads are published. Feature story in gaming today this week. On our friend Bobby the Owl, Scott Shetler, former director of race and sportsbook operations at the Stardust Hotel and Casino, the now shuttered Stardust Hotel and Casino, uh, featured Bobby the Owl in his column this week. Boys 911 pointed that out. Brian S. provided a link, and uh, Bobby the Owl, a one time odds maker, information consultant, or information specialist, I think they called him, at the Stardust. Uh, good with college football, also college basketball, all around good guy as well. I'm going to reach out to Bobby the Owl later today and chat with him about that article, uh, receiving some notoriety from back in the day in the 70s and 80s. Well, actually, he arrived in Las Vegas in 1961, so he's seen the city grow up. But in the 70s and 80s, Bobby was prominent in the race and sportsbook industry. He had two stints with Billy Walter serving as a runner for Billy, so he's got some great stories about BW and others. You'll hear one selection on today's program. It'll be a WNBA play involving the game between the Minnesota Lynx and the Washington Mystics. We'll get that to that in just one moment. Story, of course, is week one in the NFL Plenty of low-scoring games. Uh, defense is way ahead of the offenses, and it makes sense. I mean, the defense is about read and react, see it and hit it. Uh, the offense, a lot of moving parts, and uh, it really is tough uh, with these defenses. The bigger, faster, stronger athletes every year, and the schemes are getting more sophisticated as well. So uh, the offense has really struggled in week one. You saw a lot of the money in the marketplace favoring 
the unders, you saw movement on a lot of these games. So uh, that you know that that's something to keep uh, in mind as we move forward. Injuries are a big factor as well. The big injury today was announced: Arizona running back David Johnson out two to three months with a broken wrist. Uh, well, what a blow for Arizona's chances. Uh, they're going to have to go now with Andre Ellington. He'll be the replacement. Kerwin Williams is also on the roster. Arizona just reached out and signed D.J. Foster off the New England practice squad, but to not have David Johnson available for two to three months, surgery on his left wrist. Also, a running rookie running back, T.J. Logan, has the same injury, but not the impact of Johnson, of course, and uh, the Arizona Cardinals are favored on the road this week, and that's because they're going up against a team... Well, more ravaged by injury than themselves. Uh, Andrew Luck is no not available this week uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. He might not be available until next month. In fact, Scott Tolzien is his replacement. Tolzien has made four career starts in the National Football League. He has yet to win a game 0-3-1 when he was a member of the Packers. He was involved in a tie game with the Minnesota Vikings, but Tolzien has yet to find the winner circle in the NFL. In fact, he was replaced in the fourth quarter of Indianapolis's Week 1 loss to the L.A. Rams by Jacoby Brissett. Indy lost that game 46-9, providing Jared Goff with his first NFL victory. Interesting to note, without luck, it's about a six or seven point difference to the team's power rating, but also Indy had other injuries. The center, Ryan Kelly, was not available to start cornerback Vontae Davis. So Chuck Pagano's team playing shorthanded. Arizona's been bet up from a seven point choice to a seven and a half point favorite for this Sunday's week two game in Indianapolis. And boy, you really have to keep up to date with injury information. All Day Capper, who was once featured on the EOG Sports Hour, he dotes on that type of information. What I like to do, I like to find information that might affect the totals too. It's not just the sides, uh, but the totals. So you can get some key players in or out uh, that could either help and over, help and under. I know the wide receiver Jacksonville, Allen Robinson, out for the year. And that'll hurt Jacksonville's chances. Uh, it's already going to a more conservative game plan. Uh, Jacksonville was successful in week one. Uh, but money's coming for Tennessee. Top game on the Sunday, week two card. Tennessee and Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, the home team. But Tennessee, that game opened a pick. But Tennessee's now one and a half and two in some spots. I went under 44 and under the key number of 44, that totaled down to 43 and a half. I've even seen some 43s in the betting marketplace. Doug Marone, the Jacksonville head coach, likes to play things conservatively. And if you have Blake Bortles as quarterback, you might want to go conservative. Uh, 11 pick sixes, I believe, in his NFL career. 52 interceptions all told. He played a interception-free game in week one when Jacksonville upset Houston. That took out a lot of people. That Houston-Jacksonville game was an interesting handicap because you didn't know how the Texans would respond. Would, you know, would they do like the New Orleans Saints did years ago with Hurricane Katrina, use that to rally the city and the team? Or would it go the other way? Would it work the other way, being distracted uh, by the events there in Houston. Of course, Jacksonville had their own weather issues too, so they, they had some worry on their mind. But in the end, it was Leonard Fournette, the outstanding running back out of LSU, 26 carries, 100 yards, and Jacksonville's underrated defense came to play. Jacksonville easily defeating the Houston Texans. Texans were five and a half, six point favorites and only managed seven points on the board. The one team that did not score the number of points they were laying, the Cincinnati Bengals shut out at home against the Baltimore Ravens. You're listening to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you on a Tuesday. One selection in the WNBA today. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's 
touch on some baseball notes. I haven't made a wager yet on the MLB card. Cleveland Indians, minus 389 favorites today against the Detroit Tigers. The Indians, winners of 19 straight games. Amazing what they've done, too. They've bombed opponents in those 19 games, winning by a combined score of 132-32, to 32, a plus 100 run differential, averaging nearly seven runs per game. Careful today because Jose Ramirez, a little second baseman for the Indians, stands only 5'9", but packs a wallop. How about 26 homers? on the season for Ramirez. He's hitting 308, oh, 566 slugging percentage. How about a 927 OPS for Jose Ramirez? I see a couple of numbers in terms of the total in the game. A 7.5 over, minus 28 under, minus 20. Kluber and Boyd. I watched Boyd pitch uh, in Chicago a couple of weeks back. Wasn't impressed. Uh, Indians and Tigers go at it today, and the Indians trying to tie the Oakland A's win streak of 20 straight back in 2002. That was the Moneyball era. There's still a few games behind the all-time winning streak uh, in Major League Baseball. The 1935 Cubs won 24 in a row. And on the other end of the spectrum, the L.A. Dodgers, losers of 11 straight, 16 of 17. Hard to believe what happened last night. They had two delays that lasted three hours, 34 minutes. That game last night did not end until 2.10 a.m. Pacific time. Dodgers and Giants. Giants beat the Dodgers 8-6. The game lasted three hours, 22 minutes. The delays lasted, as I said, three hours, 34 minutes. Tonight, Kershaw takes the hill against Cueto. Clayton Kershaw, a massive favorite, minus 250, considering the Dodgers' struggles. You won't find that. Very often in any sport, a team that's lost 11 straight at minus 250, the total on the game is 6.5. No wager on that game. But I do have a wager in the WNBA playoffs. The best of five now in the WNBA semifinals. They've gone from these elimination games to the best of five. Minnesota plays the Washington Mystics. I've been on the Mystics each of the last two games. I'm against them tonight. Betting number 686, Minnesota minus 9.5. That was the number I laid. Current number shows Minnesota minus 10. There's even some 10.5 in the marketplace. Of course, lay the lowest possible. Maya Moore, the star player from Minnesota. Uh, she's the key to uh, the, the wager. She's got to play well uh, for Minnesota to do well. Although they have other parts. Lindsey Wayland expected back in the lineup. She's had uh, back from that broken hand. Um, the, the Minnesota Lynx were 20-2 and two with her on the court. 7-5 and five without her. Renee Montgomery, an apparent drop down. Although I kind of like what uh, Montgomery does on the court. Uh, and I've always thought Wayland was a touch overrated. Sylvia Falls is a WNBA MVP candidate. I've knocked her for years, but this year, she averaged a double-double, 18.9 points per game, 10.4 rebounds per game. Credit Cheryl Reeve, the head coach of the Minnesota Lynx, for putting fouls in winning positions. You know, when you play with Maya Moore, it helps too. And Wayland um, is, a, is a distributor. She looks to pass first. And, you know, one thing about fouls is with Minnesota, she gets deep into the lane. Uh, you know, she's she catches the ball and then goes hard to the hole. And that, that's what she did not do early in her career when she was playing with the Chicago Sky. She was a real turnover machine. But Minnesota will have to be good because Washington has some weapons. Christy Tolliver hit nine three-pointers this past Sunday at Madison Square Garden as Washington defeated the red-hot New York Liberty um, uh, by double digits, Tolliver ended up with 32 points in that game. But the way Washington finished the regular season, 2-6, and six, I credit them for being able to flip the switch and winning the elimination games against Dallas and the New York Liberty. 
But the Minnesota lynx, a different animal, well-rested. They've been off since September 3rd. They are deep, and that's something Washington lacks. They lack a lot of depth. They do have star power with Elena Deladon, Tolliver, Emma Misum. And after that, though, things get pretty thin. If they're not hitting their threes, I think Minnesota will punish them in transition. They'll run off the misses, and uh, you know that'll be key to get the pace going. When you're laying nine and a half, ten points, you need a high-scoring game. Look at the site of this game. Williams Arena, 90 years old is Williams Arena. Interestingly, Lindsay Whalen played her college ball there, so she'll have no problems uh, with the surroundings. The other Minnesota Lynx team members. Uh, they practiced there recently, get it, getting accustomed to the ambiance, the sight lines, the elevated court. Uh, they'll be just fine. Wayland, Moore, Augustus, Fowles, I think a little too much for this Washington Mystics team. And psychologically, here's an interesting angle. This is a best of five series. Washington just comes out of two elimination games, a suicide games. They may relax just a little bit. Now, all it takes is just a little bit, too. Uh, and I might be on Washington in Game 2, depending on what happens here in Game 1. Minnesota owns the season series, by the way. Three games to none. Winners of uh, three straight games by double-digit margins. They won by 25, by 17, by 14. Any of those scores would work here tonight. Right now, in Game 1 of a best-of-five, I think the spot screams Minnesota. And that'll be the top play on today's card. And that'll wrap up our fast-moving program. A lot going on here in Las Vegas. I mentioned Fight Week with Golovkin and Alvarez. We'll have more analysis later this week about that fight. I know a few guys who really know the sport well. And again, they're on Triple G minus that short number. Thanks for listening to the EOG Sports Hour. Check out the sports betting discussion at Ion Gaming. Want to thank guys like Computer Bob, SquarePants, The Guesser, Valuist, Brian S., Boys911, and others for contributing to our website, EOG. Thanks for listening, everyone.